Hey everybody, welcome back to Risk Management, an actual play tabletop podcast taking place in a science fiction universe filled with blood cults and killer robots and all kinds of other fun stuff. Um, as always, I am Steve Spaulding, here with my co-host... Jess Kinghorn. And because we are now at part four of what was supposed to be a two-part adventure, I am going to <laughs> skip over pretty much everything and give you a very basic summary of what happened before I throw it to Jess to sort of set up our, scene, our initial scene. So last time there was an interrogation, and that went pretty Badly. poorly. <laughs> yeah, pretty poorly. And the person we were interrogating is now mute, and that person's partner is now... Um, Without most of his brain inside his skull. Right, right, which is problematic for pretty much everyone involved. Um, Sunday has managed to retrieve the golden key card, so I guess that's good. And uh, debatable. <laughs> it's every, everything's debatable at this point. <laughs> A few, and I'm going to make an executive decision because I can't entirely remember it. I think it was four. Humanity's Last Stand members have kind of lasered their way into another elevator, shimmied their way up that elevator um, wire, and kind of made their way to what I'm going to call the fourth floor. What they are in search of, who the heck knows. And um, most importantly, um, her showed up. And we will see what she wants um, pretty soon. Uh, Until then... Jess, take it away. Set set the scene. What does what does the place look like? Not good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact most of those carpets are definitely going to need a dry clean. Um, I mean, just because a lot of the combat's died down doesn't mean the war is over. As as Steve mentioned, we still have a little situation to take care of, possibly on implied pain of death. We don't know. So, I mean, just to speak of the lobby, there's like, you know, I'm not saying there's overturned chairs, like the furniture's been annihilated. Let's, you know, let's just put that out there to say nothing of the bits of body strewn around. There is the still gently smoking, I imagine, husk of a chimera (laughs) lodged in the door of Helen Doyle's uh, behind the desk office, which happens to be where Rana and Kevin are still hiding. We think they're still alive, but we're not sure. Mostly alive, definitely traumatized. We'll find out, hopefully. But let us uh, let us cast our scene to where Anders and Karen have found themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> things are not as they were. Chiefly because Karen has a robot leg. Things have gone. <laughs> I forgot. Ra- things have gone rather <laughs> awry for this character. Um. She's not a happy bunny. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Anders has had a very trying time as well. Steve, if you'd like to fill in the blanks on his emotional landscape right now, please, by all means. So as a, as a point of reference, um, I hadn't mentioned this before, but I think it's sort of an interesting statement. Anders has taken, after his use of his um, blood magic application on, <laughs> on his phone, um, <laughs> that was the fifth point of damage that Anders has taken. So no! and, Anders looks terrible <laughs> Anders, but like Anders, unlike Caro who has had these like very extreme injuries Anders has had a series of small injuries like he's very bruised he's very kind of beat up but he doesn't seem to be talking about it very much um, oh no <laughs> he also has just witnessed 
this weird surgery thing on Caro and is currently not really speaking. And it seems like he is very strongly considering um, his next move. And that's where Anders is at at the moment. Not ominous at all. (laughs) Okay, I hadn't realized he'd taken that much damage. That's really bad. Oh, crap. Uh, Caro... Um, on the other hand, she's back to six points of damage. I'm told by Steve that she would have been back to full health had she accepted two robot legs instead of just, just one, but for deep-seated psychological reasons, she re- rejected that pretty quickly and uh, is quite content with the one robot leg. Thank you very much. Just a little reminder, all <laughs> grace rolls going forward for Caro come at a negative one. Yes, that is a very key point of information. So now you know how, you know, Caro... It's famously, famously very ungraceful, was nearly defeated by a gate, for example. Ah, uh, simpler times. Um, yeah, now she's she's even less graceful because she's lugging around some pretty hardcore hardware attached to her body. Anyways, uh, our scene, our two heroes, question mark, question mark, question mark, were attempting to try and hash out some form of a plan, more than 12% of a plan. Uh, about how they were going to tackle the remainder of humanity's last stand, which has now infiltrated the facility and are these close to getting whatever it is they want. Um, and there were a couple of, you know, a little bit of spitballing, and then who should show up but her? She's back from uh, wherever she was, talking to some very important high-up people within Congress about androids, android rights, the fact that they may be able to provide evidence soon that androids should super have rights because they will be on the same level as humans. And uh, she's back from that, and it's caused a bit of a stir, and now she's here before Anders and Caro, and she is exuding a magical aura not unlike him, but also an inversion of him's order? Him's like magical aura, um, from what I understand. So I think the best way to think about it is that when Carol was around him, it felt like magic was acting on her. Yeah. Always. Um, and there's lots of reasons because it was chapel. But here, you feel more like it's much more impressionistic. It's like, is magic acting on me, or is this just the the coolest person in the world <laughs> who I should respect without question? So. So that's going on, and to top it all off, Caro and maybe possibly Anders on their knees, giving thanks for this person being in their presence. Uh, I'm not—I can't remember if Anders made that occult roll. Uh. <laughs> oh, Anders is just crying. He's not on oh, his knees. Okay, my apologies. Yeah. Um. So they're all—they're kind of in awe in, and they're kind of in awe at this person. And to top it all off, if I remember correctly, at the end of last session, her presented herself and immediately asked for help. So we're about to learn what that means. (laughs) So she looks down to both of you and kind of looks, has this very plaintive look on her face. She lets out this thin sigh and says, please stand up. I'm guessing that's something Caro would do. <laughs> oh, I mean, you could do whatever you want. Um, yeah, no, like, Caro would rather not be on her knees. Um, she would rather be standing anyway, but also, uh, since it's her asking her so nicely, uh, I imagine she'd be pretty hasty to stand up as well. Anders looks over to her and, and he says, I 
And he can't seem to... He, it feels like he's trying to say something, but he can't pull together the words for it. And she looks back to both of you. You both look very tired. Please, come with me. So, <laughs> as a point of reference, um, Luca and Sylvester did tell you that the very next thing you should be doing is going to take care of the the problem. So, keep uh, that in mind. Okay. Anders, Anders looks over to Kara and as if he's looking for her to tell him what the next move is. Well, at this point in the story, Kara had been led to, led to believe that him and her kind of outrank everybody? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. I guess, yeah, no, there's been magical coercion, but it's not been outright unpleasant. It's been, out, it's been like, unpleasant in the fact my body is acting and I have no control over it, but it's not been, like, ow, I'm in pain, I can't see, I can't breathe, oh god, what is this? But I don't think Kara would want to kind of find out just what hers version of that would be, because it's probably not going to be, like, way worse. So, yeah, no, I think Kara would be kind of like, uh... Okay, guess we better get a move on. And she's like, unsure, because yeah, no, Luca and Sylvester were kind of like, oh, you need to, you need to do this thing. Uh, and she's considering mentioning, oh yeah, we've we've got some other stuff to do, but also at the same time, it's kind of like, maybe she'd just be told that was irrelevant. So she's kind of waiting for an opportune moment to bring that up, but she kind of wants to see where this goes. So she walks towards the the research, um, the door to the research room. She looks at it, and then she takes a left and goes into that room that was welded shut. Okay. With with your um, with the surgery equipment inside of it. Yeah, the one where I nearly had my face made unmade uh, and made into something else. Yes, <laughs> that one. <laughs> I remember it well. I can't forget it. <laughs> so, you, you know we're supposed to be doing something right now, and and I think it was important. Uh, yeah. Um, now's probably a good time to mention that there's at least four members of humanity's last stand in the building, very close to getting whatever it is they want. And we were asked by Luca, and well, not so much asked, but kind of told very strongly by Luca and Sylvester, we should super deal with that firsthand ourselves. Yes, I understand. Okay, good. You you know about that. Cool. Just just bring it up. I think you're going to come to realize that the question in this place is never what you need to do, but why you're doing that thing. Uh-huh. And she lets out a sigh <laughs> and she she looks back. You've been to chapel, haven't you? Yes. Your friend hasn't? And she looks um, at Anders and, and kind of squints a little. Um, he was sat like, I, I, I had, I had. He was in my eyeline the entire time. He, he came with me to chapel. Interesting, <sighs> interesting. And she just keeps walking, and she walks into the room. Do you follow her into the room? I kind of feel like we, we, uh, should probably do what she says <laughs> and kind of follow her lead on this one. She can, uh apparently see the voice in my head yeah i i don't really want her to be rooting around in there so yeah no Kara will just she'll just go along with it she's already been you know punched within her in, an inch of her life twice in like the same day she doesn't want to make it a third yeah i'm pretty i'm not sure what happens if you almost die three times it's not good no <laughs> yeah so she walks into this room and she pulls out a 
much smaller version of a tablet. It looks almost like a phone. And she taps on it for a little while. You're, she's not hiding anything that's on the screen, but you would, do you want to look at it? <laughs> she's not I mean, if she's not hiding it. Correct, like... she's not hiding it, but I'm not, I'm just saying that you, it's an opportunity to, as she sort of like taps away at the screen. Oh, but like, I mean, but I'm trying to think, were the guys that nearly stopped, like, stopped uh, Caro from breathing with magic. Were they like trying to hide? They were uncomfortable she was there. Yeah, they were uncomfortable she was there, but like, I don't think anyone really cares, has cared about you. No one's been hiding anything explicitly. So, so this is just a continuation of people not really hiding things explicitly from you. I can't help but feel that even if she even dares to look, her head will explode. <laughs> so maybe it's best to uh leave this one to be a mystery um she's she's kind of like i'm not doing this again and maybe just looks away anders looks over and he's like i don't really like any of this i I, i'm guessing that's probably a good reason to keep looking away hey uh can you can we can we hold on for a sec um we don't really have many seconds to waste but if you have (sighs) yes of course what is it that you need? Uh, not much. Uh, I'm just kind of interested in knowing, is someone going to stop those guys? Because they're definitely breaking into your place. And humanity's last stand, you might not know this, bad dudes. All of them. Like, you guys- Really bad. Like, super bad. You guys are complicated, or whatever, but generally, they're just bad dudes. So, maybe we should, like, do this, like, weird cloak and dagger stuff later. And she looks back to Anders. I'm very aware of who's inside of my home, and they will be dealt with in time, but we have more important things to discuss, you and I. And the fact that you are able to (laughs) speak back to me as you are right now makes you even more interesting. So let's deal with that a little bit later for now. And then the door, the wall slides open as you remember it. But this time, you see that there was a red door behind it. So the wall, like the wall, slides open, and there's like this red door behind it. <laughs> and she walks towards it, and she places her palm on the red door, and then she opens it, and it opens smoothly. And behind the door, I'm gonna make a, a cult roll. Uh, make an occult roll against nine. All right. Bear with me one second while I remember which is the D10. Yep, okay, cool. Eight! That's on the D10, and my occult is two? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Sorry, I have to re-roll because I guess I had JavaScript disabled, and so I rolled two zeros, which is impossible. It didn't roll. Okay, cool. I rolled a uh, seven. Okay, yeah. No, I got I got ten with my everything added. Oh, you got a ten. Yeah, with um my occult two and then the eight on the d10, ten overall. Oh, you see a swirling maelstrom. Uh, not good. Not good. Yeah, no, that's what you see. Uh, nothing, nothing more, nothing less. You have no reason to understand what you're seeing. You just see a big swirling storm of like lights that your brain doesn't want to entirely process. Not anything welcoming then. Okay. Oh no, no, it looks terrible. It looks horrifying. In fact, Anders looks uh, over to you. It's like, eh, there's nothing there. Weird. Uh, uh, 
you what wait wait just to clarify you see what like a wall or you see like an absence what do you see i need i need specifics and it's like a dark room like a closet i don't know like i can't see inside of it there's no light uh okay uh counterpoint uh i see what basically looks like a, a meat grinder of light and not nice things i don't see a dark room just just putting that out there I, I don't like that we see different things, but also we have no choice. Uh, I'm getting the sense that uh, we have no choice and we have to go through the red door, which is not what I wanted to do today. Uh, her is gone. Like, she's already she's already moved on. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess it's probably fine, but uh. I really don't want to go through the red door, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, we could always go do what Luca told us to do. I'm sure he'd be happy if we did that. I feel like we're caught between a rock and a hard place right now, because we could. But I don't think Luca is the stronger ally here. Um, you make an excellent point, but <laughs> I would also like to point out that we've fought uh, some kind of giant killer robot. I'm pretty sure there's like 15 different factions like working against this place at this point. And yeah, you have a robot leg now. Good point. So maybe don't go further down the rabbit hole. Mm, that's the sense I'm getting. Is that is that fair to say? I'm saying there's a lot of different rabbit holes that we can go down. <laughs> I guess it's really just our choice which one we pick here. <sighs> After everything I've been through, I really don't want to go through that door, but at the same time, I'm like, what if? It's probably why I ended up electrocuting myself so much as a child. I mean, we should go back and do what Lucas said. But I also feel if we don't go through that red door, there will be really bad consequences for not doing as told. So um, there's a knock on the door and then Sylvester walks in. Oh God, <laughs> great, make it, make it even. Uh, May I ask what you two are doing in here? We actually have a good explanation for this one. Uh, it's gonna sound unbelievable, but uh, her showed up and asked us to follow her into that room. At least it looked like her. It also felt like her. Um, I mean, I, I mean, what I see doesn't look like a dark room. It looks really bad. But also, I'm inclined not to go against what I've been asked to do by her. So you're telling me her came in and opened that door over there and has asked you to follow her through it. Is that what you're saying? That is what I saw and perceived to have happened, yes. Interesting. And you, did is that what you think has happened so far? Yeah, I mean, that that checks out. I don't know about the weird light thing she's talking about, but this place is full of, like, real strange stuff, so I'm inclined to believe that she saw what she saw. Yes, I'm inclined to believe her as well. (sighs) Listen, you two have had a very bad day. Here's my suggestion to you. (laughs) You can follow her through that door. That would be one solution to this problem, and I'm sure she has some very interesting things to tell you. But I'm not certain it's going to make your day any better. Or you can just do what Luca told you to do, which... We'll probably make your day at least slightly better because it will be over. Normally I would force you to do something at this point, that is usually what I have in mind, but if her is involved, 
I think it is best to leave the choice to you. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards not going through the swirling vortex of unknown, but also, buddy, how are you holding up? Because, I mean, I've been through a lot, but what have you been through? Anders looks over and he just sort of takes three beats to sort of kind of like take an assessment of himself. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not great right now. Uh, okay. Usually I would be happy to go beat up some dudes, but I'm not 100% sure that that's going to work out so well for me. And tactically speaking, you just got a metal leg and you've never been great in a fight. So... I mean, I can't even fault you on that one. Like, that's not a mean thing to say. It's just accurate. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I mean, there are four of them. There's me that's not super great in combat situations. There's you, who's fantastic, but not 100%. Um, and that concerns me. Um, I'm not even like 30% right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow, okay. Sylvester, buddy. I'm not your buddy. I, I know, I was just saying that. I Does understand every, what you are everything doing. Everything I say is insincere, and it's, it's taking you this long to realize. Cool. Um, but Sylvester, buddy, I think we're going to have to put a pin in the whole uh, humanity's last stand business, because, uh, I mean, I'm not myself anymore. Uh, and, uh, and, like, Carrie in the back of her mind is also thinking, like, the last order I gave to Fester got him killed. I'm not gonna have that happen to Anders as well. So she's she doesn't say that, but that is very much at the back of her mind that, oh, an order I gave to protect someone ended up killing that person. She doesn't feel great about that. Uh, we're gonna put a pin in the humanity's last stand business, and I think we're gonna have to go through this door. I'm sorry, uh, I guess, um, but neither of us. Let me ask you a question. Are you lying? Did you actually see her in this room? I mean, listen, it did cross my mind that maybe we saw what was preferred for us to have seen and that we didn't actually see her. I'm just trying to think about what she would say. Sorry, my brain's gone blank. Because honestly, I was considering earlier, okay, maybe this is another Ambrosia Hunter like specialty trick. I mean, that's pretty ballsy <laughs> to turning up as, you know, one of the leaders of the cult and saying, please come with me. So I will give you a piece of evidence that you know. You know yeah. as a fact. You saw a limo that looked exactly like the limo that left that first mm -hmm. day that you are almost certain based on Harlan's statements belonged to her. You saw that on yes. the video in the tablet. Yes. And, it, and it's come back. Yes, and it, re and it returned. You definitely saw that. Uh, so it is plausible that it is her, but it is also unfortunately plausible that someone might just be wearing her face. But I've not seen anyone else interact with the red doors in that way. And it was suggested to me that it's a very bad thing if you interact with the red doors if you're just regular Joe Schmo like Caro. That ended up rhyming. <laughs> it, it was good. Uh, I try. Um, oh gosh. It's just information overload. It's like, oh, well, wait, let's just go through the door. Counterpoint. Let's not. <laughs> Counterpoint. Maybe we should because the only other option means at least one of us is going to end up dead. That's not going to be great. So let me 
let me help you out here. Those four men, I can put together a team. By that, I mean I can call Sunday and she'll put together a team. And we will stop them because they do not understand where they are right now. Forces in this organization seem to want you to stop them beforehand. And if you ask me, I think those forces are very incorrect in their assessment of you two. But I can't make you do anything when her is involved, as I'm sure you can understand. And he looks over to Kara. Alright, 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 okay. This, I've got a question. You know, you know, you know, you know, before the whole leg situation, you gave me some stuff and it made me feel bloody awful, but my face was slightly less worse for wear. Do you have any of that left? And would you consider giving it to my buddy here just to help him? with the fight if we were to handle those humanities last stand uh, people. Um, You'd have to go to the infirmary. I was not prepared here to be doing surgery. I, 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 I wasn't saying surgery. I was saying, I was saying the, the thing in the vial, if you had another one of those. Give uh, me a social of 10. <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, social is five, d10 is five, I got ten on the dot. (laughs) (sighs) You two are deeply frustrating humans, you understand that, right? We try our best. Let me see what I can find. Sylvester, I'm beginning to like you, buddy. I'm beginning to like you, buddy. Well, that's good for you. And he he leaves the room, and I'm going to time jump, and about a minute passes, um, and he comes back, and he has um, not one of the blue vials, but something you recognize as two kind of doses of vitamin X. Okay, and it's not it's not like off-brand vitamin X. It is vitamin X, or at least it looks like vitamin X. Um, <laughs> give me a knowledge roll of seven. Okay. Uh, well, I got seven on the D10. Sweet. Just it's vitamin on its X. own. <laughs> It's definitely vitamin X. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you, Sylvester. You've uh, really helped us out here. So I guess we kind of owe you to take care of that problem you uh, saddled us with. Anders, I mean, the choice is yours. We we have materials to get you through the next fight. Anders takes the vitamin X and he looks over to Caro and then he looks back to Sylvester. I've, I've only got one question. Yeah. What What is it? My friend over there is, like, very broken right now. And I he's mean, talking that's also just accurate. <laughs> which of these roads is going to get her fixed? <laughs> and Sylvester looks... And he thinks about this for a second. Oh, I would say neither. <laughs> I suspect things get worse for both of you before they get better. But if you're looking for answers or something that seems like answers... You should go through the um, swelling mass of death back there. Oh, so you see it too? Interesting. That's... Of course I see it. I'm surprised that you do. I mean, it raises more questions than it answers them, but it's interesting you see what I see. Wait, you... Oh no, this is... This is more magic crap, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Sylvester will correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm pretty sure. It is, in fact, more magic crap. 
Are you two done with me? I really have things to do, as you might suspect, and I need to know whether or not I need to call Sunday, who is not going to be happy, by the way, if she has to take care of another problem that you're I mean, supposed to take care of. I mean, you've kind of sealed the deal there. I don't, I don't want to uh, dump more responsibility on Sunday. She's already done so much, and I'd rather she didn't do any more today. So we'll, we'll take care of it. Uh, you, I mean, please get back to whatever you were doing. I'm sorry to have distracted you for so long he nods once and then he walks out of the door and anders has already um taken the two vials of um of vitamin x and okay i have a question before we move on sure um in the room outside of the red door what's in there you can't see through it from here Oh, no, 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 Liam. The room we're in, sorry. Oh, the room you're in is yeah, the room yeah, yeah. that had the, the... This is where you got your bionic Oh, leg. of course, right. Yeah, no, you did say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are there any, like, writing implements that I could just, like... Or, like, I'm... Like, Carrie's kind of like, I kind of want to see what happens if I throw something into that swirling vortex of death. <laughs> I mean, you've got, I mean, like, the table's full of all of the same, like, stuff that it was always full of. Like, sharp things and and the, the well, the laser is now connected to an arm that's connected to a chair, so it's not there anymore. But there's plenty of stuff if you wanted to throw something in it. Don't want to actually throw a weapon. Uh, I want to throw something that's not going to hurt anyone, preferably. Yeah, there's probably like a like a first aid kit or something that's, All right. that's in there. Okay, cool. Why not? So, so bandages, and is there a pen anywhere? Uh, no, but you have your tablet. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll I'll throw like I'll throw the bandages in and see see what happens. And yeah, then we better get we better sort out the last of humanity's last stand. Um, it bounces off. Oh, it what? It bounces off the vortex. Yeah, it bounces off the vortex. Um, Caro tries again with one of the metal implements. Nope. Like the smallest one. Okay, still nothing. Nope, not a thing. Right. Okay. Uh, Anders, what do you see when I throw stuff uh, at the vortex that I can see, but you're seeing a room? Uh, that's weird. Usually, things don't bounce off of air. Right, okay, so you see that too. Cool. Huh. Definitely turning that one over in my head for a while. Um, but we should probably get moving. Yeah, that's probably a good idea if we're not going through the door. I, yeah, uh, I really want those answers, but it's, it's, it's probably best that Sunday Grant doesn't kill any more people, honestly. Oh yeah, she's definitely gonna kill them. She's super gonna murder them, uh, so I'd rather avoid that if possible. Uh, a lot of people have died today and I don't really want to add to that body count. So Anders is back up to four health remaining. You have six health remaining. And now let's see what we ha- what happens. So... <laughs> oh no. What? What's wrong? Where are you in research? Sorry? You're in research, right? Oh, never mind. You're good. You're good. I, I was okay. worried for a second. Um, I'm gonna. I'll cut that out. I thought you lost the the gold key, but you still have your gold key. But you don't have. Yes, I have. I have Helen Doyle's, but the other gold key card was retrieved. Lucas' gold key card has been retrieved. Cool. All right. So let's say that. Do we go um, straight to the fourth floor? Um, are we making? Oh, we were, we we were briefly uh, discussing what the San Antonio switcheroo. I'm not quite sure what the exact phrase was. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the plan. One cool. of us needs to distract them. 
and get them into the elevator. That way, the other one can sneak inside and see what they're doing. Okay, so which one is it going to be? Because, like, once they're in the elevator, that's a confined space. I'm not sneaky. I'm not fighty. What do Maybe we, do? we should have a different plan. <laughs> I mean, I like the plan. I, w- I would probably sing My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean, uh, to, to, you know, and have a great old time. But once they're in the elevator, things would go rapidly south. Um, so... I suspect you are correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we need another plan. Oh, crumbs. So we could just... <laughs> go after them head on i guess that's also a thing that is also a thing two against four maybe and and i know you don't pay attention to this stuff but based on what our our friend there that doesn't talk anymore said like i'm pretty convinced these aren't really humanity's last stand no i'm thinking they're more private security firm that actually know what they're doing in a fight yeah maybe we bet on the wrong horse here but too late now! Uh, maybe. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, Let's find out! <laughs> so, <laughs> where do we go? What do we do? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, right, okay. What weapons does everyone have? Anders has one of his throwing knives um, because he forgot to retrieve one from downstairs. I don't remember explicitly saying he picked it up. Okay. He has um, his normal knife. Oh, goodness. Right. Kara this time has a tablet, her phone, and I think, like, a scalpel because she returned- no, wait, she returned all the weapons. Did she return all the weapons? I feel like she returned everything yeah, to Sylvester. Yeah, I remember you telling Right. Uh, does she still have one of Anders' knives tucked away yes, for a rainy do. day? Yes, As far as- Cool. I'm... Okay. Um, is it possible to return to one's dorms and drop off the tablet on the phone, or is that just gonna waste too much time? Oh, we can- we can- we can fast travel that. Um, yeah, it seems like uh, Anders needs to get some knives and Kara needs to dump off her tech. Oh, Anders can't get knives unless we go to the, the oh, sub-basement yeah. and I do not... I mean, like, we can do that if, if you want. I'm just That's saying. That's probably a bad <laughs> idea. Suggested. That's a bad idea. Okay. I mean, could we go back to the surgery room and just grab all the blades? Yeah, I mean, we're there. We haven't left yet. We haven't started okay. removing it. So. All and right. It, yeah. Anders looks over on the counter and then he finds something that looks like a scalpel and he tucks it away in in his um, like waistband, trying to prevent himself from like getting sliced up. But That's he's fair. done this before, so he's probably yeah. okay at it. Yeah. I I mean, is the laser tube still there or like You could probably has- Yeah, you could take you could get the laser tube off of the robot arm if you give me a knowledge roll of like five. Like this is not hard. Sure. Um, yeah, six, seven, eight, because my base knowledge is five. Oh, okay, in which case, yeah, no, you get the laser tube off. It's super easy. I'm just imagining it going boop. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's not hard. Um and you also have uh you also have the weapon that Sunday Grant gave you. Oh, I still have that. I'm packing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's the charge on Sunday Grant's weapon that I still have? Oh, it ha- it's at a hundred percent now. It's been a little while. Excellent. Kind of blasting that only four items on one person's rule out of the water, though. Uh, should I be? What 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 do you have on you? Okay. Uh... Oh wait, you have your phone. You have your no. It's true. Um, uh, you, you can't yeah. take it. You have to put something down. Yeah, no, like, uh, phone, tablet, and Sunder Grant's weapon, and the laser tube. 
I think. Oh, but that leaves Anders' like knife behind. Uh, Anders has one throwing knife, one basic knife. I'm gonna just take the knife. So Anders yeah, takes his fair. knife, and now I have phone, two knives, and my or two or two throwing knives and one regular knife. Okay, I'm good. Cool, cool. All right, we happy? We happy? Yeah, we're good. Cool. All right, let's do this. Sweet. Whatever we're gonna do. <laughs> Uh, are you dropping anything off in your room? Do we have to fast travel it? Um, for now, I mean, there might be... I'm, I'm guessing there might be hacking involved. So hold on to everything. Uh, yeah. Tablet, phone. Oh, and your phone is... Your phone's dead. I forgot. Oh, yeah, your phone's it. dead anyway, yeah. Phone's dead anyway. You might as well put that on charge at least. <laughs> um, yeah, might as well return the tech then because she can't use it anyway. Cool. Okay. Um, fast travel there, everything's set up. Um, let's put you guys on an elevator, and now you are on the fourth floor on the elevator on the other side of the room. We're not in quite in con- combat yet, but I'm going to allow you guys to... Let's see what we can do with this. So you have <laughs> exited the elevator, and it's a hallway that you recognize um, because you were just here 30 minutes ago. And you know that Based on what you remember, they're on the other side of the hallway. Do you still have your tablet with you? Um, let's say yes, because <laughs> I had, I'm not over encumbered with it. So yeah, let's say yes. So you also remember that there's cameras in this room because nice. you use them, um, and that tablet could allow you to access those cameras. Let's have a little peek. If I have a ba- if enough battery for it. Oh yeah, no, you're good. That tablet's fine. All right, let's have a little peek. You see that the two of them have broken up into pairs. In one hallway, you see two of them using the same laser cutters that they used before on the door to 450. And in another sort of quadrant on the other side, not together, you see two of them using the same laser cutters on door 475. They're both, they are not wearing capes. They are wearing tactical spider suits, which are these like suits that are specifically designed for climbing. And, but also provide some armor. Oh, okay. And they are still wearing their masks. Right. Okay. All uh, right. Um, yeah, no, like, very quietly Carol kind of show the tablet to Anders and go, just so Anders knows where they're all situated as well. 450 or 475. I'm trying to remember which door that... Which door did everything happen in with Helen Doyle and Ambrosia Hunter? That's that was prob- the floor above you. So, Damn. So this okay, is, that's irrelevant then. <laughs> this is green floor. The floor above you is gold floor. Oh, wait, are they in our rooms? Wait, no. No, you're wait. gray. You're in gray floor. So gray Gosh. floor is three, green floor is four, gold floor is five. My apologies. Geography was not my strong suit in school. Uh, oh, you're fine. <laughs> we should really have um, maps. if, <laughs> but, but that's not happening. So It's, it's, we have to use our imaginations. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. Both of these rooms just look like regular door room. yeah, dorm they're just, rooms. Yeah, they're just okay. normal rooms. Maybe go for the closest one. That would first. be four fifty. Okay. How are we gonna How are we gonna do this? Are we gonna go in all knives blazing, or we? What, you want a distraction? Because I can be a distraction. Um, and then you pick at least one of them off. Yeah, I think we should. I mean, what do these guys want? I mean, that's a good question. Do you want me to? Go in all oblivious and try and talk first? Get information first? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a crazy idea. I mean, 
I could have a knife in my face, but um, it wouldn't be the worst thing that's happened to me today, quite frankly. So I might as well give it a shot. Well, if you um, think about it, let's say these guys are professionals, right? They're not here to kill people, presumably. They're here to do whatever well, it is that they're trying to do. So if they see you walking around, they don't necessarily have any reason to kill you. Unless I give them a reason, which I shall endeavor not to do. Okay, cool. I will... Hmm, what's going to be my cover story? Hmm. I'm sorry I'm lost. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to work, considering they had no. to laser their way onto this floor. Oh, goodness. So I'm going to say that in the next two minutes, I'm going to time step forward. <laughs> oh, God, okay. No pressure. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should just cut the bullshit and just try and get them on side. Just kind of go, right, you know, it's a fair cop. We might be on the same page. We might not be, but uh, nobody really wants to fight. Maybe that's a good, maybe that's a good way to, maybe that's, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, she could end up losing her other leg. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that could work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fighting them is clearly... You know what's, what, what we should do? How about I sneak up to them and you try to talk to them? And if talking doesn't work, then I stab a couple in the throat. I mean, I was hoping you'd suggest that because that's a wonderful plan. Let's do that. Okay, let's do that. That'll work let's pretty well. Let's do that. All right. Okay, you are the knight. Let's, let's you know, let's talk them into submission? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> 